Good morning. This is your host, Evangelist Dolores Williams of One Step Beyond Today with the Creator. And uh, I'm back with part two, Why Gamble the Truth. And uh, I left off with um, uh, God speaking to us and um, being able to... um, Listen to the Lord and uh, uh, understanding what he is saying to us. We also went over uh, dreams, visions, and dreams of our last episode. And we left off with signs, with uh, Gideon Gideon putting his fleece out. And why some prayers are not answered when someone has a deceptive motive of uh, trying God um, and their uh, and and trying to prove His divinity, which He denies their prayers, and um, but those who ask God for a sign to ascertain or confirm His will were often rewarded. So we will begin. <clears throat> we'll take up off where we left off, and this morning we want to. Uh, <clears throat> go over some um, spiritual coincidences, how God comes in. And see, God is all-knowing. He knew us even before we were uh, in the womb. He knew us even before the foundation of the earth uh, was um, uh, completed. You know, it was everything was void. And um, I want to talk off of coincidences this morning, how God remains, it got, coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous, but he yet he still uh, shows us himself through every event in the Bible is, um, you know, we can go back and if we need to trace and if we need to sit and sit in the stillness of the magnificent power of God and we can from Genesis to Revelation uh, we can go back anytime that we want you know we can go back and uh, it helps us understand what channels we're going stages that we're going through today so we want to just uh, uh, go over co- the coincidences and um I know that um, in my lifetime, and I've had a lot of experiences and uh, coincidences and times that I was asking God and uh, for different things, and I could not see my way through, uh, or with my own perception, uh, uh, human perception, on my in my own power and in my own strength, I couldn't see. I couldn't see my way through or how uh, uh, I was going to get out of a situation. And um, I know that I was praying for a way to be made for a certain thing uh, back in 2006. And uh, like I say, I write poetry and I like to speak inspiration. But at the same time, I know the dispensation of my gift. And that is to warn. 
And I think I mentioned about, you know, a lot of times I, I, I didn't want to do what God told me to do. And I would cry and weep, Lord, you know, you, you're going to make, I'm going to make more enemies than I have already. And I want to tell you something, when God gives you a gift, you better use it. And when he tells you to go and do something, you better do it. And I'm not talking about something that someone else has wrote here or uh, some, a story, uh, a, a testimony that someone else has given. I went through it. There was a message that he had told me to give, and I thought it was a little bit harsh. But when I got ready to check, uh, uh, when I changed the message right up in the air right then, God was angry with me and I couldn't even get the message out. Naturally, I'm a person that gets excited about the things about my Savior and my Creator because I have experienced a lot. A lot. And I can tell you that God will send someone to you that do not even know you to bless you with things that you uh, are thinking about or um, and I no, I know that in my church that I formerly uh, attended and I have uh, the Lord has always blessed me to receive nice very nice things and 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 a girly thing it's just a girly thing it's a a a thing of uh, ladies and women you know the nice bags nice shoes and whatever because I can remember when I used to go to school as a young girl with rubber bands around my, the top of my shoe to keep them from flapping and talking, I always said they were talking because the flap was flap, flap every, with every step that you took. And um, I, uh, as I was older uh, and when I got married at a very early age, we grew. And God blessed me with so much. And here in the uh, last year, uh, in the 13 years that I was at the church, God, the Holy Spirit has spoke to my spirit. He says, I want you to go into your closet and those things that you have uh, hanging that you never wear an abundance of, I I want you to listen and obey, and I will show you who to give these nice things to, because they too are going through. So when God would tell me to give someone a, a designer purse, and He showed me those people to give it to, I gave it to Him with love and and and, and excitement, and uh, and to my amaze, the next day. One of the children would come and bring me a, a, a Brahmin bag and, and you know, uh, the price I could never afford at my mediocre uh, retirement uh, set budget because there is, it's a very tiny budget and, you know, I couldn't afford to buy those things on my own. But I, every time that I gave something away, two or three were... Uh, replaced in 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 shoes and just uh, uh coach bags and all the designer bags which I could never afford to buy and 
uh, this is a blessing. He said, if you give and uh, not uh, give grudgingly, not only the tithes, but anything that he tells you to give to someone and you give it to, and I have even went out and bought things for uh, people just to see the sparkle in their eyes. And so, you know, a lot of things you can't give to some people because they think that that is an insult. And he told me who to give it to. So uh, the coincidences are, you know, um, you give to people. I'm always a person. I, I don't know what it is to receive. And many givers are like that. They don't, um, they're, they're just not used of receiving because they're always giving and with uh, the joy of, of God. And uh, this is my testimony the way he have helped me and you know I can listen and I can hear that if that person is sincere or if they're coming straight from themselves and there's such thing as being egotistic with religion and I hate that just like God hates it you know we're not saved by religion we're saved by the word of God being obedient by God and he is, and and through Jesus Christ, you know, he's the Savior. He is the life to live. Uh, he is the way of life. And so we'll go, go ahead and get on. Through people, if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. You can find that in 1 Peter, the 4th chapter and the 11th verse. And an oracle is an utterance, a spokesman or a mouthpiece. God speaks through preachers, teachers, but he can also speak through our spouse, kids, friends, and even enemies. And what do I mean by that? A child can say something that, you know, as if they were in the room talking to God and, and while you were talking to God about a situation. He can, and he can speak to friend, through friends and, and he can speak through children. God uses human channels to speak words of prophecy, tongues and interpretations and words of wisdom and knowledge. You can find that in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, 8 through the 10th verse. God also expresses himself through human vessels to distribute his message in anointed sermons, songs, and writings. He also will uh, speak through testimony. You know, media, the, the media, the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. You will find that in Matthew 24, 14. Due to all the sophisticated technology that we have, Scripture is literally being fulfilled as the gospel proliferates the globe. While Satan manipulates the media to spread his foul message like a virus, God also utilizes the media to disseminate his truth. And and that can be through TV, radio, internet, websites, social media, books, podcasts, movies, and music. One thing I would like for the audience, the brothers and sisters, there is a movie coming on called The Stand. And if we ever should uh, take heed to movies, yes, movies that Hollywood makes, God speaks to all, through all media. He speaks to the films. He speaks through 
everything because God is sovereign. And uh, we need to look at the stand. This is the uh, 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 something that is coming. And, and, and we have been warned over and over. We have been warned over and over. What we're just coming out of is an example of uh, Satan manipulating human host. And uh, God says he hates liars, no matter if you want to accept that. And then we see such wicked followers that will follow these people. You know, God, like I say, God... The, the, the Holy Sovereign Father and Creator is uh, the, a spirit, and Satan is a spirit, but we must remember God created Satan, and Satan cannot go beyond, above, or do anything without going first to get permission to do the thing that he wants to do to us and remember all things are screened through God before Satan has been given the uh the go ahead just like in Job jo- uh Satan told the fa- uh, uh told the almighty God who created him he says let me just remove you mo- remove the hedges from around Job and I will make him curse you I will make him uh say the things that is that are uh, really uh, in his heart and I'm uh, paraphrasing here but Satan had to ask permission to God to touch uh, Job but God allowed uh, Satan to do that because why? He knew Job would never turn away from him. Job cried out in uh, excessive depression of course boils from his head down to his toes and his wife said, told Job, uh, why don't you curse your God and die? And, um, you know, the, the, all these are examples. And, you know, when we're teaching the, the scriptures, we must give an event. We must give, uh, 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 show in the Bible that how God used certain people and they always came out. And David, King David is my favorite. How he cried out and how he spoke in Psalms and, and all of these things. But again, I tell you, through creation and nature, Psalms 19, uh, the 19th division and the first verse proclaims, The heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament shows his handiwork. The vastness of space and the complexity of nature testifies to God's intelligent design. Wow. You can hear the creator's voice in a bubbling brook. If you listen closely and if you've been given the, the, the gift of the Holy Spirit of uh, expression and exaltation you can hear the the song of a bird and, and and with that with the wind that is whistling through the trees on a calm uh day and you can hear the the cry of the baby birds and the the bubbling brooks of the of of the water and you can even go outside sometime and you can just stand there and the aroma that is in the air 
It gives you, uh, it reminds you of yesteryears when you were a child. And it touches and, and embraces our consciousness. And we can identify the time. And we can identify the smell that is in the air from being children. You see, we are, our bodies and our mind is wired like the universe above us. And our inner awareness of what is right and wrong with an inclination to do right. You see, to labor, to keep alive within our breast that will keep that eternal spark alive in, in, our, in our being. And I tell you, it is a good thing uh, to go back, to go back. And I think that's one of my... Uh, uh, the first, uh, you know, get away from all the noise and, and, and put down the books for a moment and just be still and let God take you on a spiritual journey with the consciousness and, and, and let him permit to uh, give you the uh, what he is trying to say. He will do these things. I know that he will. You see, his still small voice, Elijah, was camping in a cave on Mount Sinai. When God manifested himself, Elijah saw a powerful wind, a mighty earthquake, and a fierce fire. But God wasn't in any of them. Instead, God spoke to him in a still, small voice. Also, he translated a gentle whisper. You can find this story in 1 Kings, uh, the 19th chapter, uh, 9th through the 12th verse. God often speaks to us by the inner witness of the Holy Spirit to our spirit. You'll find that in Romans 8, chapter 14 through the 6th verse. And this is the reason that I tell you that skeptic people are preaching. Uh, There are egotistic people that are preaching. There are people that are preaching to tear down someone else. My experience is may not be your experience. And it's not too many people that can say that God showed them the wind when we, we were in council together, God and the Spirit of God. And, and to say, I saw the wind, someone would say, is she crazy? No, I'm not, because God showed me the things of nature. He showed me uh, the wind, and the wind spoke to me and said, I am returning from a mission, and now I'm going in to rest. Yes, he did. You were not there, and you were not in my shoes. And this is a lifetime of 16 years old to uh, nearly 70 in uh, in April of this year. And I have had many experiences, and I've also lived up close to an, to evil people. And God showed me the spirit that is in certain people, you know, when they have given their lives over to a way of life to live for the world. And those people can be possessed with unclean spirits, unclean sex spirits, unclean gossiping, and unclean, uh, uh, just just unclean spirits and these things are real that's the reason i want you to look at this uh movie called the stand you see god speaks to us more often as we learn to recognize his voice many christians don't even know his voice because they have 
uh, become entwined with the things of the world and they have become to love the world. Yes, we're in the world and we need a job to eat and we need uh, clothes for our bodies, but we're not to love the possessions. We should be able to give away a fine Dooney Burke or uh, a fine uh, uh, London Fall coat or name brands. And, you know, I mean, I only learned the name brands by them being bought for me. And see, we expect to hear from him at church, but God doesn't just speak on Sundays. He wants us, he wants to speak to us seven days a week, all through the week. He wants us to in our body. Our body is a temple, and we can have church any day of the week, whether we're uh, alone with the Holy Spirit, whether we're alone with God in the office with the door closed. You see, Jesus indicated, My sheep hear my voice, James 10. 10th chapter and the 27th verse. God does speak to us today. The Holy Spirit is the comforter that has been given us that God speaks to us today. And the Father speaks. And and let me tell you something. No man on the earth can tell you how God will speak to you. It is his business. It is his prerogative to speak to us any time of the day. He can speak to us through the chirping of a robin, of a blue jay, uh, and he can speak to us. God is still speaking. And my question, are you listening? Are you listening? Jesus implored all seven churches of Asia. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. That's in Revelations uh 27. And you see, if Satan can whisper to a serial killer and a thief through, if he can speak through a racist, if he can speak through a habitual liar, and on and on, cannot the Holy Spirit speak to us today? You see, my friends, Jesus says, My sheep knows my voice, and they follow me. Look it up. False teachers or skeptics who think they can separate who they are spiritually from who they are physically do not understand either the incarnation or regeneration of God. In the coronation, the pre-existent Christ is really united with a physical body. And in generation, the new creation in Christ has real inevitable effects on your physical life of obedience. So, you know, all these things are going to weigh in the last day. You know, Galatians 5, uh, 5th chapter 19 through the 21st verse. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sexuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And, uh, you know, uh, for, at, for if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. We cannot 
trampled over the blood of Jesus Christ. The Father will not allow you to do that no more than you would allow a bully in the neighborhood to just keep giving your child bloody noses. You're going to take that situation up in your hands to make sure that your child has the right to go to school without being bullied. Uh, uh, every day come home with, and then may come home with a broken arm. Who, what parent will allow another child to do that? And you can find that Hebrews 10 uh, chapter in the 26. You know, sometimes we don't understand. But once we have come into the knowledge, you know, when, sometimes God will wink his eye because he knows that person. And he knows that he has a, a fork in the road for which that person is going to uh, change because God has an important mission. Take David, for example. Take David with Bathsheba. And uh, God didn't give up on David because he knew that David would become a man, a king, after God's own heart. My question to you today, are you after our Creator's own heart? Can, are you so in love with the man, with the brother, G- Jesus as your brother? For who he is and you're able to talk to him and reach out to him and get you out of trouble that you're in. Uh, to To the daughter that has just not thought of herself as a jewel, a gem buried in the roughs of life. Have you reached out to the man that loved his daughters, his sisters? His father's daughters. You know, we are something special. And not everyone can say that. Not everyone. God loves all of us. And thank God that he's not going to allow us to stay the same as we have been. He allows us to come, become new creatures. God loves you. And then there's those that are just born in the womb, take Esau. Take Esau the way that Esau was. He was slowful. He he didn't have any zeal for God. And he was just uh, a barbarian, brutal. And, and he sold his birthright for a bowl of food. You know, the, there is the good. There, there's those that have chosen to do their own thing. If God tells us in the Bible, uh, well, this this question, how can God bless something that he hates? God will not bless fornication. He will not bless homosexuality. He will not, he does not bless that. But can you change from it? Well, it takes a lot of work and the Holy Spirit can walk with you if you're willing to listen If you're willing to let go of that pleasure that you are in love with, that pleasure can get you in a lot of hot trouble in the end. It is a choice. God will not force himself up on you. And, uh, you know, longer the sin remains, sin is what separates us from God. James 4, 17 Uh, the fourth chapter and the 17th verse. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. 2 Corinthians 5th chapter and the 17th verse. 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So, and then let me give you Romans, the sixth chapter and the first uh, uh, sixth chapter, uh, verses one through eight. First chapter. Uh, okay, let me try that again. Romans, the sixth chapter and the first verse. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we die to sin and still live in it? How can a born-again Christian uh, that is on the way to heaven abound in sin and strive in sin and be comfortable in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ, Jesus, were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him, meaning Jesus, in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. And then uh, John, 1 John 3, 3rd chapter 4, 3, 11. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared to take sin away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or have known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the very beginning. The reason of the Son of God appeared was destroy, to destroy the works of the devil. And uh, I want to go back over to you. Um, I think I miswrote uh, that, that uh, scripture down in Romans 6, chapter in the 1st through the 8th verse. And... Uh, also through the 39th verse. Okay. And I want you to read also uh, Romans the 8th chapter and the 39th verse. Okay. And uh, with that, many are asking or thinking that they have done uh, so much in-depth sin that God won't forgive them. But let me tell you, you're special. You're so wonderful. And when we have done some things in life that we want to hide, that is when God want to hide with the remorse and, 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 and with a repentant spirit because we know that we are empty and we need a Savior. We need to be in the grip of grace. We need to be traveling light in the world. And if God can't speak to us, how can we become light? Oh, God is a magnificent Father. 
the sovereign father and to think that we can speak to someone so royal so holy and then to 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 be adopted in the family through the precious blood on the cross we are children of the divine creator think about that think about that as we conclude this uh second uh part of don't gamble with the truth don't gamble with the truth read for yourself it is a beautiful experience to uh take one step beyond today with our creator one step beyond today always being in one step beyond uh that the day that is coming watch the stand and 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 look learn what is coming it is revealed in revelations do, do we all understand what we have just seen what we have just come out of it is the magnificent glory and the deliverance the sound of deliverance is a beautiful sound god heard his people and no matter how this administration tried to lie and the plans and the plots god dismantled <clears throat> principalities and power and he said that he would make them a uh, 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 disgrace of them publicly and that's what god done and through praying people and through a few through a few republicans that 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 would say that um chose salvation over position and error and all those many of those that was following a lie and all this propaganda you know those are god is not our father and our son is not the author of confusion there is only one that is the author of confusion and he was the author of lies confusion chaos and see satan knows that his time is just about up on the earth i tell you all to this morning don't stop praying because of a redemptive breakthrough has has come through we must continue to fight violently in the spirit realm against principalities and powers and we only can do that by going into the psalm going into the warfare scriptures like David and being able to ask God to give us the strength to fight along with him we cannot confront satan alone by ourselves but we can go through the throne just like he goes through the throne every day uh accusing the brethren and believe me some of the brethren are guilty we see this evil in politics in the church unless you have a degree unless you are phd and, and all these cra- this craziness the church is spiritually politicking unless you wear the designer suits and designer shoes and get the greatest amount of uh ties you are nobody There's a lot of politicking in the church. I have seen it. I have experienced it. And because I stood for God is the river. His son, holy and reverend is his name. Yes, he was sent to God's to Israel, to God's people, but what happened in Israel? What happened in Israel was all abroad in Samaria 
and all over the world, and that is and is still Jesus is still working from heaven. He hasn't given up his work. He's still with us. And I ask you today, who whose report shall you believe? Yes, we should rightly divide the word. And those that are coming along through testimony, making fun of people on YouTube. Well, some of those people on YouTube are giving their testimony like I'm giving my testimony this today and it's good. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. You know, a prophet can speak just like Elijah spoke for not having rain not having rain for three years. And uh, the successor of Elijah uh, uh, was Elijah. And uh, the ch- 30 children that says, go on up, Baldy, calling uh, the successor of Elijah Baldy. But then Elijah called out the she-bears. And those she-bears mauled those children because they were insulting and hurting God's prophet. So you got to be careful how you put your mouth on people and know that they can speak to God and God can allow them their prayers to be answered because he says, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. So with that today, I pray that those who are interested in the podcast, those who are listening to the podcast, do not be swayed with uh, skepticism. Do not be swayed with those that are uh, uh, egotistic because they <clears throat> can quote scriptures. Every Satan can quote scriptures too, and he knows just how to quote quote the scriptures and everyone that can quote a scripture you know doesn't mean that they are saved and that they're going to heaven you know so but with that I pray that God will bless you he will touch you and that he will open up your understanding to go deeper and to read for yourselves and that he will put a, a covering over your homes and over your jobs and, and that he will guide you in the direction that he is guiding you. So take care, love your children, be safe, and know that sin is a virus. It is an eternal virus and un, uh, and untreated it grows into an epidemic and then next it grows into a plague. It's a plague among us until the day that Jesus comes. And I tell you, Satan is a germ. He's a, he's he's he spreads uh the, the 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 bubonic plague and the leprosies and all those things he is from a spiritual realm of sin he's sin and he's a germ he's an eternal germ and we don't want to spend an eternity with satan and error so in in the name of jesus i leave you this morning go and be blessed and be favored before the throne of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. This is your host, Evangelist Dolores Williams 
of One Step Beyond Today with the Creator. And uh, I'm back with part two, Why Gamble the Truth. And uh, I left off with um, uh, God speaking to us and um, being able to... um, Listen to the Lord and uh, uh, understanding what he is saying to us. We also went over uh, dreams, visions, and dreams of our last episode. And we left off with signs, with uh, Gideon Gideon putting his fleece out. And why some prayers are not answered when someone has a deceptive motive of uh, trying God um, and their uh, and and trying to prove His divinity, which He denies their prayers, and um, but those who ask God for a sign to ascertain or confirm His will were often rewarded. So we will begin. <clears throat> we'll take up off where we left off, and this morning we want to. Uh, <clears throat> go over some um, spiritual coincidences how God comes in and see God is all knowing he knew us even before we were uh, in the womb he knew us even before the foundation of the earth uh, was um, uh, completed you know it was everything was void and um I want to talk off of coincidences this morning, how God remains, it got, coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous, but he yet he still uh, shows us himself through every event in the Bible is, um, you know, we can go back and if we need to trace and if we need to sit and sit in the stillness of the magnificent power of God and we can from Genesis to Revelation uh, we can go back anytime that we want you know we can go back and uh, it helps us understand what channels we're going stages that we're going through today so we want to just uh, uh, go over co- the coincidences and um I know that um, in my lifetime, and I've had a lot of experiences and uh, coincidences and times that I was asking God and uh, for different things, and I could not see my way through, uh, or with my own perception, um, uh, human perception, on my in my own power and in my own strength, I couldn't see. I couldn't see my way through or how uh, uh, I was going to get out of a situation. And um, I know that I was praying for a way to be made for a certain thing back in 2006. And uh, like I say, I write poetry and I like to speak inspiration. But at the same time, I know the dispensation of my gift. And that is to warn. 
And I think I mentioned about, you know, a lot of times I, I, I didn't want to do what God told me to do. And I would cry and weep, Lord, you know, you, you're going to make, I'm going to make more enemies than I have already. And I want to tell you something. When God gives you a gift, you better use it. And when he tells you to go and do something, you better do it. And I'm not talking about something that someone else has wrote here or uh, some, a story, uh, a, a testimony that someone else has given. I went through it. There was a message that he had told me to give, and I thought it was a little bit harsh. But when I got ready to, uh, uh, when I changed the message right up in the air right then, God was angry with me, and I couldn't even get the message out. Naturally, I'm a person that gets excited about the things about my Savior and my Creator because I have experienced a lot, a lot. And I can tell you that God will send someone to you that do not even know you to bless you with things that you are thinking about. Or um, and I no, I know that in my church that I formerly uh, attended, and I have uh, the Lord has always blessed me to receive nice, very nice things and, and, and a girly thing. It's just a girly thing. It's a, 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 a thing of uh, ladies and women, you know, the nice bags, nice shoes and whatever, because I can remember when I used to go to school as a young girl with rubber bands around my, the top of my shoe to keep them from flapping and talking. I always said they were talking because the flap was flap, flap every, with every step that you took. And, um, I, uh, as I was older uh, and when I got married at a very early age, we grew and God blessed me with so much. And here in the, uh, last year, uh, in the 13 years that I was at the church, God, the Holy Spirit has spoke to my spirit. He says, I want you to go into your closet and those things that you have uh, hanging that you never wear an abundance of, I want to, I want you to listen and obey and I will show you who to give these nice things to because they too are going through. So when God would tell me to give someone a, a designer purse, and he showed me those people to give it to. I gave it to him with love and and and, and excitement. And uh, and to my amay, the next day, one of the children would come and bring me a a, a Brahmin bag, and and you know uh, the price I could never afford at my mediocre uh, retirement. Uh, budget because there is it's a very tiny budget and you know I couldn't afford to buy those things on my own but I every time that I gave something away two or three were uh, replaced in and in, in, in shoes and just uh, uh coach bags and all the designer bags which I could never afford to buy and 
uh, this is a blessing. He said, if you give and uh, not uh, give grudgingly, not only the tithes, but anything that he tells you to give to someone and you give it to, and I have even went out and bought things for uh, people just to see the sparkle in their eyes. And so, you know, a lot of things you can't give to some people because they think that that is an insult. And he told me who to give it to. So uh, the coincidences are, you know, um, you give to people. I'm always a person. I, I don't know what it is to receive. And many givers are like that. They don't, um, they're, they're just not used of receiving because they're always giving and with uh, the joy of, of God. And uh, this is my testimony the way he have helped me and you know I can listen and I can hear that if that person is sincere or if they're coming straight from themselves and there's such thing as being egotistic with religion and I hate that just like God hates it you know we're not saved by religion we're saved by the word of God being obedient by God and he is and and through Jesus Christ you know he's the savior he is the life to live uh he is the way of life and so we'll go go ahead and get on through people if anyone speaks let him speak as the oracles of God you can find that in 1 Peter the 4th chapter and the 11th verse and an oracle is an utterance a spokesman or a mouthpiece God speaks through preachers, teachers, but he can also speak through our spouse, kids, friends, and even enemies. And what do I mean by that? A child can say something that, you know, as if they were in the room talking to God and, and while you were talking to God about a situation. He can, and he can speak to friend, through friends and, and he can speak through children. God uses human channels to speak words of prophecy, tongues and interpretations and words of wisdom and knowledge. You can find that in 1 Corinthians the 12th chapter 8 through the 10th verse. God also expresses himself through human vessels to distribute his message in anointed sermons, songs, and writings. He also will uh, speak through testimony. You know, media, the, the media, the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. You will find that in Matthew 24, 14. Due to all the sophisticated technology that we have, Scripture is literally being fulfilled as the gospel proliferates the globe. While Satan manipulates the media to spread his foul message like a virus, God also utilizes the media to disseminate his truth. And and that can be through TV, radio, internet, websites, social media, books, podcasts, movies, and music. One thing I would like for the audience, the brothers and sisters, there is a movie coming on called The Stand. And if we ever should uh, take heed to movies, yes, movies that Hollywood makes, God speaks to all, through all media. He speaks to the films. He speaks through 
everything because God is sovereign. And uh, we need to look at the stand. This is the uh, uh, something that is coming. And, and, and we have been warned over and over. We have been warned over and over. What we're just coming out of is an example of uh, Satan manipulating human host. And uh, God says he hates liars, no matter if you want to accept that. And then we see such weakened followers that will follow these people. You know, God, like I say, God... The, the, the Holy Sovereign Father and Creator is uh, a spirit. And Satan is a spirit. But we must remember, God created Satan. And Satan cannot go beyond, above, or do anything without going first to get permission to do the thing that he wants to do to us. And remember, all things are screened through God before Satan has been given the uh, the go-ahead, just like in Job. Job uh, Satan told the, uh, uh, told the Almighty God who created him, he says, let me just remove, you remove the hedges from around Job and I will make him curse you. I will make him curse. Uh, say the things that is that are uh, really uh, in his heart and I'm uh, paraphrasing here but Satan had to ask permission to God to touch uh, Job but God allowed uh, Satan to do that because why? He knew Job would never turn away from him. Job cried out in uh, excessive depression of course boils from his head down to his toes and his wife said, told Job, uh, why don't you curse your God and die? And, um, you know, the, the, all these are examples. And, you know, when we're teaching the, the scriptures, we must give an event. We must give, uh, 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 show in the Bible that how God used certain people and they always came out. And David, King David is my favorite. How he cried out and how he spoke in Psalms and, and all of these things. But again, I tell you, through creation and nature, Psalms 19, uh, the 19th division and the first verse proclaims, The heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament shows his handiwork. The vastness of space and the complexity of nature testifies to God's intelligent design. Wow. You can hear the creator's voice in a bubbling brook. If you listen closely and if you've been given the, the, the gift of the Holy Spirit of uh, expression and exaltation you can hear the walk the song of a bird and, and and with that with the wind that is whistling through the trees on a calm uh day and you can hear the the cry of the baby birds and the the bubbling brooks of the of of the water and you can even go outside sometime and you can just stand there and the aroma that is in the air 
it gives you, uh, it reminds you of yesteryears when you were a child, and it touches and, and embraces our consciousness, and we can identify the time, and we can identify the smell that is in the air from being children. You see, we are, our bodies and our mind is wired like the universe above us. And our inner awareness of what is right and wrong with an inclination to do right. You see, to labor, to keep alive within our breast that will keep that eternal spark alive in, in, our, in our being. And I tell you, it is a good thing uh, to go back, to go back. And I think that's one of my... Uh, uh, the first, uh, you know, get away from all the noise and, and, and put down the books for a moment and just be still and let God take you on a spiritual journey with the consciousness and, and, and let him permit to uh, give you the uh, what he is trying to say. He will do these things. I know that he will. You see, his still small voice, Elijah, was camping in a cave on Mount Sinai. When God manifested himself, Elijah saw a powerful wind, a mighty earthquake, and a fierce fire. But God wasn't in any of them. Instead, God spoke to him in a still, small voice. Also, he translated a gentle whisper. You can find this story in 1 Kings, uh, the 19th chapter, uh, 9th through the 12th verse. God often speaks to us by the inner witness of the Holy Spirit to our spirit. You'll find that in Romans 8, chapter 14 through the 6th verse. And this is the reason that I tell you that skeptic people are preaching. Uh, There are egotistic people that are preaching. There are people that are preaching to tear down someone else. My experience is may not be your experience. And it's not too many people that can say that God showed them the wind when we, we were in council together, God and the Spirit of God. And, and to say, I saw the wind, someone would say, is she crazy? No, I'm not, because God showed me the things of nature. He showed me uh, the wind, and the wind spoke to me and said, I am returning from a mission, and now I'm going in to rest. Yes, he did. You were not there, and you were not in my shoes, and this is a lifetime of 16 years old to uh nearly 70 in uh in April of this year and I have had many experiences and I've also lived up close to an, to evil people and God showed me the spirit that is in certain people you know when they have given their lives over to a way of life to live for the world and those people can be possessed with unclean spirits unclean sex spirits unclean gossiping and unclean uh uh just just unclean spirits and these things are real that's the reason i want you to look at this uh movie called the stand you see god speaks to us more often as we learn to recognize his voice Many Christians don't even know his voice because they have 
uh, become entwined with the things of the world and they have become to love the world. Yes, we're in the world and we need a job to eat and we need uh, clothes for our bodies, but we're not to love the possessions. We should be able to give away a fine Dooney Burke or uh, a fine uh, uh, London Fall coat or name brands. And, you know, I mean, I only learned the name brands by them being bought for me. And see, we expect to hear from him at church, but God doesn't just speak on Sundays. He wants us he wants to speak to us 7 days a week all through the week. He wants us to in our body. Our body is a temple and we can have church any day of the week whether we're uh, alone with the Holy Spirit, whether we're alone with God in the office with the door closed. You see Jesus indicated, "My sheep hear my voice." James 10 10th chapter and the 27th verse. God does speak to us today. The Holy Spirit is the comforter that has been given us that God speaks to us today. And the Father speaks. And, and, and let me tell you something. No man on the earth can tell you how God will speak to you. He, it is his business. It is his prerogative to speak to us any time of the day. He can speak to us through the chirping of a robin, of a blue jay, uh, and he can speak to us. God is still speaking. And my question, are you listening? Are you listening? Jesus implored all seven churches of Asia, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. That's in Revelations uh 27. And you see, if Satan can whisper to a serial killer and a thief through if he can speak through a racist, if he can speak through a habitual liar, and on and on, cannot the Holy Spirit speak to us today? You see, my friends, Jesus says, My sheep knows my voice, and they follow me. Look it up. False teachers or skeptics who think they can separate who they are spiritually from who they are physically do not understand either the incarnation or regeneration of God. In the coronation, the pre-existent Christ is really united with a physical body. And in generation, the new creation in Christ has real inevitable effects on your physical life of obedience. So, you know, all these things are going to weigh in the last day. You know, Galatians 5, uh, 5th chapter 19 through the 21st verse. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sexuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And, uh, you know... uh, for, at, for if we go on sinning deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. We cannot 
trample over the blood of Jesus Christ. The Father will not allow you to do that no more than you would allow a bully in the neighborhood to just keep giving your child bloody noses. You're going to take that situation up in your hands to make sure that your child has the right to go to school without being bullied. Uh, uh, every day come home with, and then may come home with a broken arm. Who, what parent will allow another child to do that? And you can find that Hebrews 10 uh, chapter and the 26. You know, sometimes we don't understand. But once we have come into the knowledge, you know, when, sometimes God will wink his eye because he knows that person. And he knows that he has a, a fork in the road for which that person is going to uh, change because God has an important mission. Take David, for example. Take David with Bathsheba. And uh, God didn't give up on David because he knew that David would become a man, a king, after God's own heart. My question to you today, are you after our Creator's own heart? Can, are you so in love with the man, with the brother, G- Jesus as your brother? for who he is and you're able to talk to him and reach out to him and get you out of trouble that you're in uh, to to the daughter that has just not thought of herself as a jewel, a gem buried in the roughs of life. Have you reached out to the man that loved his daughters, his sisters, his father's daughters. You know, we are something special. And not everyone can say that. Not everyone. God loves all of us. And thank God that he's not going to allow us to stay the same as we have been. He allows us to come become new creatures. God loves you. And then there's those that are just born in the womb, take Esau. Take Esau the way that Esau was. He was slowful. He he didn't have any zeal for God. And he was just uh, a barbarian, brutal. And, and he sold his birthright for a bowl of food. You know, the, there is the good. There, there's those that have chosen to do their own thing. If God tells us in the Bible, uh, well, this this question, how can God bless something that he hates? God will not bless fornication. He will not bless homosexuality. He will not, he does not bless that. But can you change from it? Well, it takes a lot of work. And the Holy Spirit can walk with you if you're willing to listen if you're willing to let go of that pleasure that you are in love with, that pleasure can get you in a lot of hot trouble in the end. It is a choice. God will not force himself up on you. And, uh, you know, longer the sin remains, sin is what separates us from God. James 4, 17 Uh, the 4th chapter and the 17th verse. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. 2 Corinthians 5th chapter and the 17th verse. 
Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So, and then let me give you Romans, the sixth chapter and the first uh, uh, sixth chapter, uh, verses one through eight. First chapter. Uh, okay, let me try that again. Romans, the sixth chapter. And the first verse. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we die to sin and still live in it? How can a born again Christian uh, that is on the way to heaven abound in sin? And strive in sin and be comfortable in it. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him, meaning Jesus, in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. And then uh, John, 1 John 3, 3rd chapter 4, 3, 11. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. You know that he appeared to take sin away sins, and in him there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. No one who keeps on sinning has either seen him or have known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the very beginning. The reason of the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. And uh, I want to go back over to you. Um, I think I uh, miswrote that that, uh, scripture down in Romans 6, chapter and the first through the eighth verse. And... uh, also through the 39th verse. Okay. And I want you to read also uh, Romans the 8th chapter and the 39th verse. Okay. And uh, with that, many are asking or thinking that they have done uh, so much in-depth sin that God won't forgive them, but let me tell you, you're special. You're so wonderful. And when we have done some things in life that we want to hide, that is when God want to hide with the remorse and, 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 and with a repentant spirit because we know that we are empty and we need a Savior. We need to be in the grip of grace. We need to be traveling light in the world. And if God can't speak to us, how can we become light? Oh, God is a magnificent Father. 
sovereign father and to think that we can speak to someone so royal so holy and then to 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 be adopted in the family through the precious blood on the cross we are children of the divine creator think about that think about that as we conclude this uh second uh, part of don't gamble with the truth. Don't gamble with the truth. Read for yourself. It is a beautiful experience to uh, take one step beyond today with our creator. One step beyond today. Always being in one step beyond uh, that the day that is coming. Watch the stand and 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 look, learn what is coming. It is revealed in revelations. Do, do we all understand what we have just seen, what we have just come out of? It is the magnificent glory and the deliverance. The sound of deliverance is a beautiful sound. God heard his people, and no matter how this administration tried to lie and the plans and the God dismantled <clears throat> principalities and power, and He said that He would make them a, a, a disgrace of them publicly, and that's what God done. And through praying people, and through a few, through a few Republicans that 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 would say that um, chose salvation over position and error. And all those, many of those that was following a lie and all this propaganda, you know, those are, God is not, our Father and our Son is not the author of confusion. There is only one that is the author of confusion. And he was the author of lies, confusion, chaos. And see, Satan knows that his time is just about up on the earth. I tell you all, to this morning. Don't stop praying because of a redemptive breakthrough has has come through. We must continue to fight violently in the spirit realm against principalities and powers. And we only can do that by going into the psalm, going into the warfare scriptures like David and being able to ask God to give us the strength to fight along with him. We cannot confront Satan alone by ourselves, but we can go through the throne just like he goes through the throne every day uh, accusing the brethren. And believe me, some of the brethren are guilty. We see this evil in politics in the church. Unless you have a degree, unless you're a PhD and, and all of these cra- this craziness, the church is spiritually politicking. Unless you wear the designer suits and designer shoes and give the greatest amount of uh, tithes, you are nobody. There's a lot of politicking in the church. I have seen it. I have experienced it. And because I stood, for God is the reverend. His son, holy and reverend, is his name. Yes, he was sent to God's, to Israel, to God's people. But what happened in Israel, what happened in Israel was all abroad. In Samaria, 
and all over the world and that is and it's still Jesus is still working from heaven he hasn't given up his work he's still with us and I ask you today who whose report shall you believe yes we should rightly divide the word and those that are coming along through testimony, making fun of people on YouTube. Well, some of those people on YouTube are giving their testimony like I'm giving my testimony this today, and it's good. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. You know, a prophet can speak just like Elijah spoke for not having rain, not having rain for three years. And uh, the successor of Elijah uh, uh, was Elijah. And uh, the ch- 30 children that says, go on up, Baldy, calling uh, the successor of Elijah Baldy. But then Elijah called out the she-bears, and those she-bears mauled those children because they were insulting and hurting God's prophet. So you got to be careful how you put your mouth on people and know that they can speak to God and God can allow them their prayers to be answered because he says touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm so with that today I pray that those who are interested in the podcast those who are listening to the podcast do not be swayed with uh, skepticism do not be swayed with those that are uh, uh, egotistic because they <clears throat> can quote scriptures. Every Satan can quote scriptures too, and he knows just how to quote the scriptures. And everyone that can quote a scripture, you know, doesn't mean that they are saved and that they're going to heaven, you know. So, but with that, I pray that God will bless you. He will touch you and that he will open up your understanding to go deeper and to read for yourselves and that he will put a a covering over your homes and over your jobs and, and that he will guide you in the direction that he is guiding you. So take care, love your children, be safe, and know that sin is a virus. It is an eternal virus, and and untreated, it grows into an epidemic, and then next it grows into a plague. It's a plague among us until the day that Jesus comes. And I tell you, Satan is a germ. He's a, he's a, he's he spreads uh, the, the 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 bubonic plague and the leprosies and all those things. He is from a spiritual realm of sin. He's sin. And he's a germ. He's an eternal germ. And we don't want to spend an eternity with Satan and error. So in in the name of Jesus, I leave you this morning. Go and be blessed and be favored before the throne of God. In Jesus' name, amen.